SBS Radio. Bulletin, the Greek community in Sydney is advocating for a Sydney metro station to be named after an indigenous answer captain. The coalition promises to expand access to the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card as the fourth week of the federal election campaign begins. And civilians evacuated from the Azov-style steel plant in Mariupol in Ukraine. The Greek community in Sydney is advocating for a Sydney Metro Rail station to be named after an indigenous answer captain. Reginald Saunders was the first Aboriginal Australian to be commissioned as an officer in the country's army and he fought in Great Grace during World War II. Members of the Greek community say the naming, naming the metro station under Captain Saunders will educate current and future generations and promote social unity of the multicultural Australian society. The soldier's great-granddaughter, Brianna Humes, says he has paved the way for the younger age group. For young Indigenous Australians growing up, that honestly like we could just achieve so much more than what people anticipate. I would like to be an environmental scientist um, working with Indigenous land rights just to help our people and our land. That would be great, especially since, you know, what our great-grandfather did for us. A new report has found citizens identifying less with their country and community. The research released in the inclusive by the in the Inclusive Australia Social Inclusion Index 2021-2022 indicates that there has been a decrease in people's sense of belonging and discrimination remains common for some groups. It also says half of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people surveyed experienced major discrimination. The directory is an, annual, is an annual survey that started in 2017 by the organisations Inclusive Australia and Behaviour Works Australia to measure the country's social inclusion performance. A national survey has found more than half of Indigenous trainee doctors experienced or witnessed bullying, harassment or discrimination. The recent National Medical Training Survey, or MTS, of more than 21,000 doctors in training, or 158 trainees, found that more than half of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders in the survey experienced or witnessed bullying, harassment and discrimination in the workplace, compared to 35% of overall trainees. The Australian Indigenous Doctors Association has described the disproportionately high rates of workplace bullying and discrimination as unacceptable and raised concerns that it could drive First Nations trainees out of the profession. The federal position says the government's record 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 casts doubt on its promise to expand access to the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card if it's re-elected. Today, Prime Minister Scott Morrison will announce an increase in the singles income test from $57,761 to around $90,000. The couple's threshold will also increase from $92,416 to $144,000. The government says the $70 million expansion will ease cost of living pressures. But opposition frontbencher Jason Clare has told the Seven Network the government has history of saying one thing regarding pensioners, then later doing another. 
the Libs have a habit of offering things to pensioners in elections and then if they win the election, then they come after you. Remember, this is the party that, over the course of this decade in power, tried to lift the pension age to 70 years and when Scott Morrison was in charge of the pension, he took 90,000 pensioners off it. What we've done when we've been in government is lift the pension by the biggest amount in history. Don't just look at what they say on the eve of an election. Look at their record over the last decade in power. Mr. Morrison will start day 22 of the election campaign in Sydney, whilst opposition leader Anthony Albanese is expected to campaign in Queensland. A new major opinion poll shows the Labour Party with a strong lead at the halfway mark of the election campaign. In the poll concluded by Resolve Strategic for the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age newspapers, Labour's primary vote has held steady at 34%, whilst the coalition has gone down from 35 to 33%. On a two-party preferred basis, Labour leads 54% to 46%. Labour leader Anthony Albanese still trails Prime Minister Scott Morrison as preferred Prime Minister, but has narrowed the gap since the last poll from 8 points to 6. The Greens, One Nation and the United Australia Party have all increased their primary vote since the last poll. Resolve Strategic says more than three-quarters of the electorate have already made up their minds who they will vote for. Witnesses will be heard for the first time today amid an inquiry into historical and contemporary allegations of child sexual abuse in Tasmania's public service. The Commission of Inquiry was called by the state government in November last year after abuse allegations were levelled at Ashley Youth Detention Centre staff and a former paediatric nurse. During its opening hearing in October, Council assisting the inquiry, Marie Norton, said the Commission had obtained evidence that staff at the Youth Centre covered up abuse, destroyed records and failed to report complaints. The Commission of Inquiry is expected to hand down a final report by May 2023, with the state government already committing to adopting all recommendations. Evacuees from the Azovstal steelworks in Ukraine have described life hiding in the sprawling complex as Russian bombs rained down. Dozens of civilians have been evacuated from the steelworks in the besieged southern port city of Mariupol in a convoy arranged by the United Nations and the Red Cross. 37-year-old Natalia Usmanova is one of them. She is an employee of the steel plant and spent weeks barricaded in the complex, which has a subterranean network of bunkers and tunnels to withstand attack. She says she felt like her heart was stopping, so terrifying was the Russian bombardment. Ms. Usmanova says she did not see the sun for a long time and was afraid to even surface for fresh air. The shelling was so strong as it kept hitting near us. At the exit of the bomb shelter, on the top few steps, one could breathe as there was not enough oxygen. I was afraid to even walk out and breathe some fresh air. I was afraid to stick my nose out. The steelworks complex is the only place in the city not controlled by Russian forces. Matches around the world for May Day have been used to put pressure on incumbent governments. Tear gas has been used at a rally in Paris as protesters threw debris at police and attacked banks and a McDonald's. 
Protesters, mainly from the Communist Parc CGT Union, have condemned the plan of newly re-elected French President Emmanuel Macron to raise the retirement age from 62 to 65. In South Africa, President Cyril Ramaphosa has been forced to abandon his speech, marking the day in the northwestern city of Rustenburg after striking mine workers stormed the stage. The workers at Sibanya Steelwater Gold Mine want an $89 a month pay increase. Their employers are only offering a $76 per month increase. Trade union's boss Singiso Alosi says she's not surprised at what happened. What we saw today is inevitable. Perhaps it is good that it happened because other things could be hidden from, 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 from us, from other leaders. But what we saw is a, is, is a real uh, issues that workers are dealing with in the workplace. Muslims around the world are marking the end of the holy month of Ramadan, known as Eid. In Afghanistan, hundreds of residents of the capital, Kabul, have gathered in mosques around the city, defying fears of another attack. Last week, an explosion at a mosque in Kabul, where people were gathered for Ramadan prayers, killed at least 10 people and wounded another 20. Similar attacks on mosques in Afghanistan have been performed by the local branch of the IS, IS terrorist group known as ISK and targeted at Shiite Muslims. ISK has emerged as the primary enemy of the Taliban since, since it took over the country last year. Kabul resident Najibullah Khan says he's thankful there wasn't another attack at aid. It was coming to my mind that, God forbid, some blast might happen here or any other problem may occur. Thank God nothing happened. We performed the prayer in a very good situation. Qantas has announced a major aircraft order that it says will shape its future. Under what it is calling Project Sunrise, it will order 20 12 Airbus A350, aircraft capable of flying direct from Australia to any other city including New York and London starting from Sydney in late 2025. And under what the airline is calling Project Winton, the airline will order 40 new narrow-body jets starting late next year for domestic use with an option to order up to 94 such planes until 2034. Quanta says all the planes will have lower emissions and less noise. The A350 will carry 238 passengers across four classes, with more than 40% of the cabin dedicated to premium seating. Chief Executive Alan Joyce says Quanta is finally seeing a sustained recovery in travel demand. Australia Post is issuing a warning to pet owners in response to a surge in attacks involving dog-biting male delivery staff resulting in nasty injuries. The service estimates that every workday, five Australian Post team members are caught up in dog incidents and the number of reports is 400 more than the same time last year. More than 1,000 incidents have been recorded in this financial year, with most occurring in Queensland, Western Australia and New South Wales. Animal experts say dogs may be fearful of unfamiliar visitors and could be worried about strangers trespassing in their homes. And to, sp to sport and in football, A-League champions Melbourne City are out of the Asian Champions League courtesy of a player who used to play for their arch-rivals. To make the knockout stages for the first time, Melbourne City needed the result in the match between Japanese side Vissel Kobe to beat Hong Kong champions Kichi SC.
Vissel Kobe scored in the 88th minutes to go up two goals to one. But an even later goal from uh, former Melbourne victory midfielder Raoul Baina in stoppage time ensured the game finished all to at all a two-all draw which eliminated Melbourne City. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome. Sunny day at the top of 36, Perth mostly sunny 24, Adelaide partly cloudy 22, Melbourne much the same 21, Hobart partly cloudy 20, Albury Wodonga partly cloudy day 19 degrees, Canberra sunny day 19, Wollongong a mostly sunny day 23, Sydney similar conditions 23, Newcastle partly cloudy 24, Brisbane also cloudy 26, Townsville a sunny day ahead 28 degrees, Keynes a shower or 2 29, Alice Springs mostly sunny 26, Darwin sunny 35, and the Torres Strait Islands a cloudy day and the top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. 